These days, everything's customized to you, from your TV show recommendations to your smart speaker. Isn't it time your trading platform was too? Say hello to Thinkorswim. Thinkorswim is fully customizable, so you can create your own indicators, perform technical analysis, and use personal predictions to forecast the values of stocks you care about. Get a tailor-made trading experience with Thinkorswim. Learn more at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Member SIPC. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are going to be here till 11 o'clock. We are live. And of course, we are live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. Uh, feel free to check that out. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we will do our best to help you out. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday, but we all have nothing to do, except maybe mow the lawn, which is my plan today. I heard Ray was shaving, which is good. Yeah, I'm going to mow the lawn, too. <laughs> uh, very exciting lives we all leave, uh, live. Uh, i got to make a few corrections. Last week, we talked about I confused Westbrook and Westport. And I do it all the time. I know it's one of these things that I just can't seem to get the two towns correct. Westport was the town that actually had these drones they were using to uh, spy on their people and make sure that they were safely uh, distancing six feet apart. And they had canceled the program, and I had erroneously confused Westport uh, with Westbrook. So I'm very sorry. It was probably Freudian because, because my, we headed down there that same Saturday and got some seafood at Lenny and Joe's. Very cool as far as how they approached delivering the seafood to their uh, customers. They were rip-roaring busy, um, doing great job. Everyone was uh, doing it safely. Uh, so I do apologize to Westbrook for confusing you with Westport. <laughs> There's my correction for the day. But what's going on, right? Everything's going on. Everything's COVID, and uh, everyone's worried about these new uh, tr contact tracing applications. And um, the folks over across the pond are going to be using some sort of in-house, homegrown contact tracing app. Now, if you think about the folks over there at the NHS over there in England uh, or over in, uh, uh, across the pond there in the island there, they had a big problem with their medical systems only a few years ago. Uh, they were hit with major ransomware attacks because what operating system do you think they were running, Bob, over there? Uh, how about Windows XP? Yeah. Five <laughs> or six years after it was deemed dead. Uh, the folks over there uh, continued to run XP, and their systems got wildly hacked, damaging their medical systems pretty badly. Now, rather than using the tools that are being offered by Apple and Google, they're going to write their own. And there's a lot of concern over the uh, data that could be accumulated on the British citizens uh, by using a uh, government-written <laughs> Uh, app now again Apple Google I don't have any love for them either um, and they pinky swear to not share our data and again if you do any kind of uh, contact tracing within the Google Apple app your phone will talk to your friend's phone and you'll have you'll be able to say whether or not you have uh, been infected with COVID or what have you and then if you do get infected too anybody you've con made contact with the phones and the apps will be able to say oh hey Bob's been sneezing he's got the COVID now all of a sudden uh, you, you, all the folks that you've been involved with will know 
and that's kind of a, a help, right, if you voluntarily do this. Over there across the pond, the NHS is writing their own app again. I'm sure you have to volunteer to sign up for it um, to do the contact tracing, but it'll be interesting to see. And, again, these governments don't do a very good job at protecting our data, and if they can't upgrade from Windows XP, heck, here in Connecticut, 40-year-old application running to uh, deal with any kind of uh, uh, benefits you're trying to apply for, choked. 40-year-old program. It's no surprise, guys. Um, do you really think you know, here in Connecticut we could write our own app to do contact tracing better than Apple or Google? I don't think so. Um, I think they're going to use, of course, here, I think I heard, and I could be wrong, that they're going to involve Microsoft to do a contact tracing app. So that means it'll be written in India. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be written in, but <laughs> who knows how well it'll be written. Um, again, we have, we all, most of us have smartphones and Apple and Google's contact tracing, which seems to be the most practical. Uh, and again, they pinky swear not to share the data. What do you got, Bob? You want to bring up? Yeah. Do you like sports? <laughs> do you like sports? Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. Coronavirus sports hack. Yeah. Uh, cardboard fans will fill the stands to root for their team. Cardboard fans. Where is this? This is in Germany. Ah, okay. Sure. Uh, Large-scale public events in Germany will be banned until at least August 31st, but some soccer fans there still plan to gather en masse to support their team. Mm. Yes, those fans will be made out of cardboard. And you'll have your own cardboard cutout that you paid for yourself? Right. It's about <laughs> uh, $20.80 in uh, U.S. dollars, mm. and uh, you get to sit in the seats that you prepaid for. It just seems a little odd that you'd want to produce all that cardboard pollution. Well, of yourself. you know, maybe you, they get to save the cardboard for you and you can take it home. <laughs> Do a selfie with <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> with yourself. There's a... All right. So there's a whole, yeah, article. We'll post to that. Sure. And it's kind of funny. They got some nice pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This whole COVID thing is making everyone cuckoo, obviously. And uh, we're all trying to deal with it. Even in my own life, my wife and I refused to kind of give in to COVID. Well, the uh, cardboard cutouts don't need to do social distancing. Exactly. They can just sit right next to one another. You know, we went out. My, my son had to go out and purchase a car. I told you about the story last week, and he did. Uh, yeah, very cool. And uh, did the transaction. Everything was great. Uh, you know, everyone had the masks on. And, you know, it's almost like almost like regular. It just felt like you're robbing the place rather than actually uh, having a transaction. Uh, we, my wife and I also purchased a, a condo in Florida recently. All remotely. The whole process was remote. Uh, so it's all doable. Uh, we just refuse to change any of our plans, except for the fact that now that we have this place in, uh, in Florida, you can't get to it. You can't drive to Florida without going through a checkpoint on 95, where if you happen to have a Connecticut plate or a New York plate uh, or a uh, New Jersey plate or Louisiana, they will ask you for your papers, please. And then they will make sure that you have to then quarantine for 14 further days in Florida. Now, I don't know about you, Bob, but I've pretty much been quarantining for the past 40 days. To quarantine further seems mind-boggling to me. Um, so this, th these rules and regulations need to be looked at uh, because it's just they're, they're literally backing up the highway to make sure people from out of state, <laughs> well, they can come in, but they, they, they want to make sure you, you sit in your, your dystopian... Uh, flat <laughs> for 14 days. I think they got their rules from Russia because that's how they do it in Russia, by the way. 
It's crazy. And that's a communist country. Yeah, I'm sure we've 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 done some research, but uh, it just seems that we are you know we need. I understand we have to be safe, and we still plan on being safe. It's not like we're going to go up and hug the guy at the the furniture store in Florida. Uh, it, it you know come on, let's get a little a little smarter here um, about this. I mean, even on beaches, I mean you hear, you see all the things going on with beaches. I, I don't know about you, Bob, but cozying up closer than six feet to some other half-dressed naked guy on the beach to me is seem like something I want to do. So I think it's pretty safe that you're going to give us six feet of birth between, between blankets. Uh, locking down beaches just seems crazy. You're only going with your family. You're not going with a, a crew. Uh, so I, I don't know. This is all getting a little nutty, and uh, I think we, you know, you're going to find more and more folks who are going to show their frustrations. Um, but I, my wife and I refuse. We're doing everything we can to be as normal as we can, to not change our plans and continue to go through because we're going to get through this quicker than you think. Um, it'll be over and past us sooner than you than we all think. So hopefully that's the way it'll all be for everybody else. So keep your spirits up. Uh, I'm trying to. Um, I don't know about you, Bob. How are, how are your spirits? My spirits are fine. It's just the social distancing is really uh, wearing on me. Yeah. Uh, not so much the social distancing. That's easy to do. Right. But they make the rules so that even if you have the room to social distance, right. you're not allowed to be in the same place. Yeah. I mean, you, if you're in a stadium that will hold 50,000 people, right. I mean, you could have 5,000 people in there, and they would be so far away from each other, it would be unbelievable. Well, it's like a UConn football game. <laughs> So they don't sit next to each other. No. <laughs> and, you know, at least something could be going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you could, you, could, you could block off every other couple of seats and make this all work. Uh, obviously, this is our government. Let's punish the, the innocent for the uh, guilty. It's going to be, an, yeah, an interesting few weeks. We'll see how we all get through it. But I just, you know, we're, I'm doing my best to uh, continue to muddle through, and hopefully you guys are as well. Uh, feel free to get online. Uh, we have probably have four lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. What kind of technologies did you use during this pandemic to get continue to do what you're, you wanted to do? Um, you know, whether it be remotely looking at a property to whatever you were doing to continue your, with your life. What technology did you use, if you have anything out there you want to share, that allowed you to continue where you would have otherwise been stuck not being able to do that. I'm just curious to hear about that. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we are live over on WTIC's Facebook page, streaming again. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, you're nice enough to join us on this gorgeous Saturday in Connecticut, which we have rarely. <laughs> but we have one now, um, so I appreciate you guys uh, joining us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Chuck in Durham next. What's going on, Chuck? Uh, I got a problem with a uh, older printer. Let me, let me mute my sound here. Okay. Here What's the brand? Uh, it's an HP. It was a good printer. It was a uh, Office Jet Pro 8720. All right. And it's probably eight or nine years old. Yikes. Um, and I'm getting an error code on the printer itself. All right. 0x61, and there's 0, 0, 0, 0, that's four of them, 20. And 
I went through the troubleshooting steps, and it, like, resolves and then comes right back. Hmm. So uh, I did the HP uh, virtual assistant late last night. Yeah. And the HP virtual assistant says the printer needs maintenance. <laughs> gotcha. It probably hasn't had maintenance in nine years, right? Correct. <laughs> and ship it to us. <laughs> yeah. And you've done all the other suggestions they talk yeah, about. Yeah, I unpowered it. I took the cartridges out of it. I did everything. It's it like it prints one page, and then after a page, it dram it jams. Yeah. Now I'm looking at this printer. It's I'm trying to see if it's laser or if it's inkjet. It's um, an inkjet, but mm. it's a, a pretty nice inkjet with uh, uh, scanning, faxing. Yeah. Um, and two sided stuff. Um, so it, yeah, it does seem nice for the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it suits my need. Uh, late last night, I bought a ninety-five twenty, which looks to be the, the replacement of this thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, and looking at that actual error, it does talk about maintenance. I, I, sh I if you ran through the maintenance that you could run through, there's not a whole lot more you can do than have, having somebody physically uh, do work on it, and it may not be worth it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, the cost is the cost, right? So uh, I would tell you that you may want to just, you know. I put it through committee. It you put it through committee and you got a new <laughs> a new printer? That was nice. Yeah, about uh, about 12.30 last night. <laughs> oh, you waited till she was a little, uh, her, her guard was down. <laughs> that doesn't work for me with my committee. Uh, but I'm glad you were all set there. But, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense to spend any money on the on the repair. So how much did you spend on the new one? Um, with tax and tip, I think it was. 350 which is an expensive printer but I do I do pound on them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. So, yeah, but you would have spent probably a couple hundred to repair the one you had, so it's an easy decision. All right, so you yeah. guys are happy with my decision. I am because there's nothing else you can do. Uh it's telling you you got to set it in for maintenance, so who knows if you've got nozzles that are jammed up. Uh the error code does talk. You did you went through the steps, there's nothing else you can do other than Yeah, it, it's it I would think I got a spooler. It's not feeding paper properly. Some part of the mechanism is not working. That could yeah. be true, too. Sure. Yeah, I think you're fine. I would move on. Pronounce it dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Now I'll go cut the lawn. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's all we can do today. All right. Thank you very much, guys. You're welcome. All your great support. Bye-bye. Well, thanks, thanks for calling. Uh, feel free to get online, guys, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to get to your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Like I said, I did. Uh, my wife and I refused uh, to change our plans as far as our, our desire to have an escape hatch to Florida, and uh, we did go through the whole process of looking at the property, um, going through the whole closing process was all with people I never saw physically. Uh, I think the only two people we met physically was our, our realtor down in Florida, and we met with him um, early on, and uh, the Notary Republic that came to our house yesterday <laughs> to have us do the wet signatures, as it were. Um, that's it. Those are the only two, two physical humans that we met during the whole process. There's probably 15 uh, folks that were all virtual over the whole process, and it was a straightforward thing. Uh, my point is that you can still do you know work as if your plans are going to be your plans. Uh, you know, historically speaking, uh, we tend to survive these things, and uh, life tends tends to go on. 
uh, no matter whatever people are saying on Facebook, uh, you will be able to continue. I promise you. Uh, we've gotten through, every, it seems, every 10 years since I've been alive, some level of crisis occurs, and uh, we seem to come out fine on the back end. Generally, we come out better. Um, and a lot of improvements happen during these types of uh, events, and a lot of crazy things happen, too. Where, you know, my wife found out that when she went shopping, you know, still no toilet paper, but you can only buy two pieces of meat. She didn't know that. <laughs> so, so, so if you have four people, you're going to have half portion. <laughs> yeah, well, two packages. But she did think so. So now what are people going to do? Well, instead of only one person going shopping, you're going to have the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, these kind of crazy things happen where government says, we can centrally control this and make this happen, and they don't think about the whole, the whole shooting match. Um, obviously, guys, you know, just just operate as you normally would. Well, Lee, uh, from what I seen on the television yesterday, yeah, the meat department looked like the toilet paper department. Yeah, right. <laughs> the shelves were empty. Right, the moment they had those issues with the, the processing, everyone ran out and and didn't think of their fellow man. They just completely bought it up, and uh, you know that's the sad part of this whole thing. Um, again, the only reason I say try to just act normal um, is because we're going to all get through this and you're going to think about maybe what you did in your entire freezer full of meat and your uh, entire garage full of toilet paper and you're going to wonder, you're going to think to yourself, maybe you weren't a good participant uh, in society over this past uh, crisis. And uh, I mean, I hope you reflect on that as you wade through your toilet paper. No, people are going to think, I took care of me and heck with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> So again, I, I know the media hypes it all up to a frenzy, um, so that this occurs. I mean, you can almost see Savannah Guthrie smiling as she's as she's talking about it. Uh, but uh, that's our problem: is we need to we need to all calm down. Um, who else is on the, on the phone there, Bobby? You gonna refresh that screen for me so we know oh, if anybody's yeah. there? The the one thing I need you to do. There we go. All right, we're going to uh, let's go to Southbury and Barbara next. What's going on, Barbara? Uh. I wanted to thank you, first of all, for that call from last week with the, I think it was last week, the guy who got the extortion letter of, we know everything about you, send us Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I got one of those, too. Yeah, me, too. I came home and my wife said, honey, I got that same email. (laughs) (laughs) And thankfully, thankfully, all my sins are strictly between me and God. There is. (laughs) I didn't feel badly about deleting that, um, especially with your encouragement. But It, It was a creepy email, though. It was creepy. Um, and it did reference my a password I had used on an occasion someplace, which luckily I had records to track what that was, and right. I changed that password. Exactly. Uh, That's so. how the dark web is used, yeah. uh, especially with these breaches. So we're coming up against a hard break, Barb. Can you uh, answer your question? question? My question is... Can you, answer, can you ask the question after the news? Sure. All right, we're going to put you on hold and get to your question after the news. There's a couple lines open for you guys, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Please feel free to get online. If you have any any, uh, examples of how you're dealing with uh, continuing on with plans you had using technology where you didn't skip a beat, I'd love to hear them. It's great great to let the folks know that you can still not just curl up in in the fetal position on your couch. You can still do things uh, remotely and get things done. Believe it or not, I've done it. My son's done it. We can do it, guys. It's not the end of the world here. I know it feels that way, but it's really not. And uh, there's also a lot of opportunity out there, so keep that in mind. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back.
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here live until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we are also streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page. Let's go back with Barbara. You still there, Barb? So that weird email yeah. uh, I got rid of, deleted it, nice. ignored it, because God doesn't take Bitcoin, you know. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but um, then last night... Trying to be dutiful. I'm checking my calendar to make sure I'd done everything I was supposed to do, gone to every place I was supposed to go, etc. Mm-hmm. And I saw an unfamiliar looking item on my Outlook calendar. All right. For 3.04 a.m. the previous right. night. Yeah. I wasn't on my computer at 3.04 a.m. I have better things to do then. Sure. Um, and I can't imagine anybody scheduling something for 3.04 a.m. And I took a look at it, and it said that it was coming via a listserv, which I am on, Mm. from somebody I never heard of, uh, but that's not uncommon because this is a very big professional listserv. And I thought, it says, we invite you to join us tomorrow to share, learn, and chat about it with your colleagues. Right. And I thought, where it just seems to be the wrong from? <laughs> most likely somebody submitted a calendar item that was just incorrect for a one minute meeting well no i'm sorry it's a 30 minute meeting yeah, all people, day it says. people make errors all the time but it doesn't say anything about what it is so i hear you i hear you and i looked for it in my emails because how did it get onto my calendar well again they can invite you and the item can sit on your calendar that's that's the whole point of the technology. I've never I've gotten lots of invitations. They never get onto the calendar until I put them on the calendar. I know you might have clicked on something. I'm not saying you did. And it was might... the night before I was asleep. <laughs> I clicked on it. They, they well, might have submitted it as an AM when they meant a PM. Right, and you could have clicked on it months or weeks or days before. No, because it was sent at one twenty three PM hmm. uh, the previous day. I hear you. And I had not gone through those emails. That's how I found it. I was saying, where did this come from? So I looked for that time, and there it was sitting, not opened by me, right. until I clicked on it, on, yeah, I, on the email. I, I understand you're, you're, you're worried about somebody posting something there, but I think you did something by accident. Um, there's nothing nefarious about that, and people do put AM, PM incorrectly all the time. Well, I suppose... I had the same problem with my closing documents. I'm certainly not that. (laughs) Well, so I'm. Yeah, for 25 years, you probably have the idea that I'm pretty cynical. Uh, But there's so many problems with users, right? People make mistakes they don't even realize they make. Yeah. Um, So that's the other part of the the equation that you might have inadvertently clicked on something um, that got into your system. I think that happened back in the Garden of Eden. God said, "User error." It is. So, yeah, I think I wouldn't worry about it too much. It, there's no damage in having a misplaced calendar item, so I, I suspect there's nothing to worry about. Well, it's one of those ones where you click accept. You you could easily decline, accept whatever, and send something back somehow to somebody that you don't know. Sure. But I didn't do that. Anyhow, no. yeah. uh, I took don't a JPEG shot of it in case I need it for future reference. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so it's not active anymore. And I- it's on. Well, I think thank you. I feel a little reassured. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other answer, right? But, uh, no, Bob, but there's no other reason it could get in there. No. Uh, it, it was weird. I okay. Hear you. 
Have a wonderful weekend. You too, Mark. Uh, get out and enjoy the sunshine. We'll do our best. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to David in Harrington next. What's going on, David? Hi. Hi. I'm looking to buy a computer. Yeah. A laptop. Sure. Uh, less than $500. Mm. Um, the only thing I'm going to be using it for is uh, Google things and maybe YouTube. Go on YouTube, listen to music. So mm-hmm. I need a fair sound system. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the only I don't have the internet at home, but I can take out a library hotspot. Oh wow! And um, I know you talk metal case. But I don't know if that's possible. It might be. Uh, so you you should again. You want to look for an i five processor minimum. A uh, what an i i five processor. So an Intel based i five processor. These are the minimums that if you can't if you can find it for that five hundred dollar range you win, um, eight gigs of RAM. Eight eight gigs. Yep, and uh, I guess probably a small hard drive will do for you. One hundred twenty eight gigs of hard drive space, solid state would be nice. I'm just so, I'm writing this down. Gigs uh, hard drive. Yep, solid state. Hard drive. I'm at drive solid. Okay, solid is good enough for me. I yep. got solid down. SSD. So the thing here is that where you would give up some of the performance would be on the solid-state drive. If you had to save some money and, and get a, a machine that's in that $500 range, you'd maybe give up the hard drive and say, okay, I'll do a standard spinny-style drive. Um, but otherwise, you can also reduce the processor, go to an i3, but I wouldn't recommend it. An i3? Yeah, an i3 is really very low power. Okay, low power. Okay. Um, so that's, that's where I am. Uh, you know, I just spend time, um, just YouTube music is where I spend a lot of my time, and I need a decent, a, a fair sound system. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear you. And, and again, if, if you spend too little, you're going to have issues even with the ability for the uh, YouTube app to do what it's supposed to do. Okay. So I would tell you to, to you know look at those specs and see what you can do with that $500 range. You might find one, you may not. Um, it's very interesting out there these days. As far as people offering discounts are really not occurring because they need every dollar that we spend these days. So as you would, might think, they're dying for sales. They're not actually willing to discount because they need every dollar. So it's kind of maybe not necessarily a good time. All right. Uh, but take a look. You never know what's out there. Well, libraries are closed now, so I've been shut off. No, oh, it's too bad, yeah. You know, that's the only place I can I have access to a computer. Mm-hmm. But just to go over uh i5 processor Intel, yep. 8 gigs RAM, yep. and 128 gigs hard drive solid if possible. Exactly. All right, any brand preference? HP has been the one we recommend. Yeah, HP, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm limited to like Walmart and Staples. Um you well, yeah, I was going to say go online, but you can't. Um you Well, you, well I, I maybe can. Okay. Yeah, Walmart, Staples, obviously, uh, if they're open. Um, obviously, if you can go online, uh, Best Buy would be an option. You can probably go into Best Buys as well. Best yeah. Buy? You, oh, can't you, can't? Go, you can't go into Best Buy. You've uh. got to go in there. They catch you at the door. They say, what do you want? They'll bring up a screen, and uh, then they'll go get it and bring it out to you. Really? You've done it, I see. Twice. <laughs> oh, really? So I guess you can walk up front and hang outside. So how do you do that again at Best Buy? You just walk up to the front door and tell them what you're looking for, and then they'll okay. bring it out to you. And they bring it out. Whoa. Have your mask, and then they got the sidewalk taped off every six feet. Right. And you prefer metal case, right? Metal case will last you longer, yes, sir. Yeah, metal case. Yeah. Okay, that's um simplistic system. I just, um, 
That's all I need, and I, I have HP, and I have the information you gave me. I really appreciate it. All right, good luck, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. It is kind of weird out there. I mean, I've never been through that process yet, so. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I mean, walking through Stu Leonard's, you know, you're going through that maze of Stu Leonard's. I mean, you almost can't avoid people at six feet, no matter how much they want to limit, because you're going through the IKEA of of grocery stores, and uh, you know, it's very difficult. They're doing the be- their best they can, and and the, and they have plenty of stock, which is great. Um, but then you think about you can't go into a. Why can I go into a grocery store and not into a Best Buy? Why can't they operate the same way? If if that store, if these stores can operate now, why can't they operate the same way? I'll put my mask on. They can limit the number of people. Why does it have to wait till the twentieth well, of May? Why is that the magic number where then you can walk through the store or not? Okay, West Hartford's thinking about closing off one of their streets and making their restaurants go out into the middle of the street. Right, because outdoor seating is going to be outdoor okay. Seating, yeah. Indoor seating, not okay. Outdoor seating, okay. Uh, that'd be great. Let's let's go ahead and have a festival, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever it takes. Uh, I mean, that's the beauty of the inge- ingenuity of of, of uh, American business. Um, yeah, just, just bring in the Ferris wheel. Just have <laughs> one person on each one of those. It'll be more than six feet apart. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> these rules got to. They, they all need to make sense. I just don't understand why you can't apply going into a grocery store to going into Best Buy to going into Staples. I just don't know why you can't apply the rules the exact same way with the exact same amount of risk. If you need to buy some paper, you should be able to go into the store. Yeah, and just hire some clowns to, uh, well, we already have those in the Capitol. <laughs> oh, you and your. You and My your, humor? Yes. We're going to step out for a, a quick break, get to your calls. We have uh, one line open for you 800 966 WTIC, 522 WTIC. We are here until 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in giving you a second opinion on your health advice. It is interesting out there on Facebook. Anyone with an alternative opinion to social distancing is tarred and feathered and skewered. So getting a second opinion on certain things is okay, but not on other things. I don't understand that either, but that's just me. I mean, you have another opinion. You may as well. I mean, these guys are it was one of the a Stanford University doctors getting tarred and feathered for recommending that maybe social distancing is not necessarily the, the route to go. And he's a neurologist. I mean, why is why why is he the evil out there versus anybody saying you should do it? I just think the alternative opinion should at least be heard. I mean that's how we get through the that's how we get through life. I think. Um, but Doctor Lesson beyond eleven o'clock, he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Um, and so stick around for that. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11 o'clock. Let's get right to your calls. And we're going to go over to Newington and uh, Mary Ellen next. What's going on, Mary Ellen? Hi. Hi. Um, so I have to move away from the radio. <laughs> I, in, in this whole quarantine issue, I've finally gotten a chance to make a DVD of my travel photos. Nice. And um, I made it with... I have a Windows 10 Dell. I made it. I was able to transfer the WMLP files to the the MP4 files, Mm -hmm. made the DVD. The DVD plays on my computer. It will not play in a DVD player. Right. So I wondered what your suggestion is to how to be able to do that. (laughs) Well, you need to render it. 
you need to render it as a a, 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 a DVD that's playable in just standard DVD players. So but the how tool, do you do that? The, yep, the tool I use is a product called Pro Show Gold. Okay. <laughs> I think it's still out there. Okay, wait a second. I think it's not <laughs> because I think that's the one that I had found out about like about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to it, it said it was no longer supported as of January 2020. Yeah, they sold it out. I did see that too, and it looks like they they made their done. That is that is awful. So there is an alternative that are out there that I've not tried. Um, the key though is you need to render your video into a a viewable DVD, and I still will use Pro Show Gold until my computer refuses to use it anymore. But I can't download it. No, you're going to have to look at an alternative. So. There's a, there's actually an ad out here by a company that says it's a Pro Show Gold alternative. Alternative. It's a award-winning software. However, I found a site where you can download it. I don't okay. know if you get the keys to it unless you, you know. Yeah, and I wouldn't trust it. You don't know if it's real See, or that's not. That's why I'm calling because it's like I was coming up with all these different ads, and it's like I don't trust these. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, Photodex uh, actually website. They're still got it up. But for a limited time, the Pro Show users may download products here. Hmm. So if you need to reload it, or if you think you ever might need to reload it, it's a good idea to download it now, the install files. Yeah, but you may not be able to get it fresh without a key. That's true. Um, so you'll need an alternative. And so I, the, I don't have an alternative because I haven't come across this problem yet. But that's the key is to render your you – you need to actually render your video and have okay. it burn to a, a – a, a Blu-ray or a standard DVD. How yeah. large is the file? It probably will have to be blue, be a Blu-ray. Do you have a Blu-ray burner? No, no. I mean, it's a, it's probably about a thousand photos, so it's not that bad. Well, um, so a thousand photos at high resolution could be pretty bad um, as far as filling up a DVD, a standard DVD versus a Blu-ray DVD. So that's the other snag these days is that, um, and I've done this for my holiday, my vacation pictures for my family for the past 20 years, and I've migrated from standard discs all the way up through Blu-ray. And when you take pictures at 4K or or very high-res pictures and you get them into your slideshow, they take up a lot of space. Um, Then, of course, people are mixing in video as well. So you may need to look at a Blu-ray burner. The key, though, will be in this. So when you find a burner software, and we'll try to find one, too, for you that will render this this uh, show for okay. you um, okay. as an alternative that's safe. The key will be when you put the media in your burner, it'll tell you whether or not it'll fit if it's if it's any good. Um, yeah, it, it just in the burners. It, I mean, in the players, it just said bad disc. And right, I, it didn't know the it didn't know the format because you didn't produce yeah. a Blu-ray playable or a DVD playable uh, file. Yeah. You have files that are designed for PCs, which yeah, will play all day long. Yeah, <laughs> but you—they actually have to burn that image uh, in a format that your standard Blu-ray player or DVD player will understand, and you're not doing that because you're not rendering the video that way um, with the tool you have. Uh, unless you've looked at your tool, have you looked at the tool to see if it'll render the performance for you as a? It only said it said um, for computers, or it said for flash drives. Okay, yeah, so it's not designed for it at all. Yeah. So this is going to stink, too, because you've got this great show that you may not be able to get to a DVD the way you want it. But um, so if I try the photo desk, photo desk decks, yeah. um, I might be able to get Pro Show Gold? Well, no. It, does, it looks like you can download the, the actual files if you were a user. But they're actually recommending a product called Phototopia. The Photodex oh, okay. people are recommending Phototopia. Uh, so that is a, a similar enough 
tool that the Photodex folks are recommending. I'm so sad that they went away and stopped producing the, the uh, tool, but Phototopia okay. is what th- that they recommend. So you, the pr- the problem here, though, is you're gonna you're gonna have to redo your entire show <laughs> with that tool. Okay. You get nothing to do, anyways, right? It's either <laughs> that actually, or s- I'm actually working on the next country now. <laughs> oh well, there you go. So start with Phototopia. And uh, then you can see if it'll render it out to an actual DVD or Blu-ray. And I suspect you may want to consider purchasing a Blu-ray burner. Okay. And I then have one more, I have well, one more question. We're coming up against a hard break. Can you hold over the news? Um, maybe. I lost the connection the last time. <laughs> well, don't blame me. That's all Matt's fault. Uh, we'll, we'll put you on hold, and if you're still there, we'll take you up after the news, all right? Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We're here yeah. till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We're also streaming live over at... WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to get online there, too, and take a look. And uh, feel free to make a comment or say how things are going. Uh, Happy to uh, have you. We'll be right back.